Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host for the evening, the five-star man, Asa Gray. Joining me at this time is the big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo. How you doing tonight, Dalton? Uh, not bad, not bad. We, we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about for, well, n- not for once on this show, but like, my segment is very plentiful between video games and action figures. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I'm very happy. I'm going to be sad a little bit. I'm going to be a mad a little bit. And then I'm going to end with pure joy. So like, this is going to be just the full rainbow of emotions for me. So and whatever. I, so as you hear Dalton, like rush me through, uh, like the shit that I don't want to talk about. Be like, yeah, nope. like, all right, we're Red- talking about vengeance day. All right. Yeah. Vengeance day. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> just moving on but um, we got some gonna... we we got some cool video game news like uh between both companies a uh, bunch of cool action figure shit from the jericho cruise that got like shown off mm-hmm. um like i am so pumped that unlike pro wrestling unscripted which i would get an action figure segment once every san diego comic-con yeah. I, I i now get once a week and this was a doozer of a week i am so excited I didn't even add it to the list just because I knew that you would have it. So like, yeah, just like, I was that, just like, eh, Dalton's got that covered. Yeah, I'm I'm so pumped. Uh, but before we get into the news and the Vengeance Day and the wrestling with articulation stuff, we start every episode every week with the power of positivity. There's so much negativity online of just like unnecessary. I really need to write a script for this intro. Is what I realize every time I start to go into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of just rambling for a little bit but to combat all of just the like toxicity that you see online of people being unnecessarily cruel uh we counter that with something that makes us happy in the week of wrestling and mine goes to uh not new day related for once uh it goes to pretty deadly because the nxt this week we saw like a full like the butterfly coming out of the cocoon moment of them in their match with chase U, which chase U has been an act that I have grown quite fond of over the last few months. Uh, really the, the addition of like Duke Hudson and them turning face mm-hmm. has made me like, just, it's been very entertaining, but pretty deadly was very dejected and sad because they did not win the NXT tag titles at vengeance day. So they came to the ring all disheveled. Like their hair was just, out like only half of their shirt was tucked in i don't know if you've seen any of the videos that have come out of it dalton but like i haven't no they just like are going through the motions they're just like you know uh, like half <laughs> doing their poses um at one point i don't remember which one says it but in the match <laughs> they like they're on the mat and he's just like what's the point <laughs> oh my so god just, that's amazing they're heartbroken and dejected and then they hit like a single offensive maneuver and they're like yeah we're back all right yes boy and it's just <laughs> it made me laugh way like, more than it should have i love but, cool character work like that that's always that's dope yeah so them being like doing the charlie brown like slow sad walk yeah but into the slow motion-esque entrance that they get oh it was so good <laughs> it made me so happy there's i like once they get onto the main roster, I feel like they're going to have a kind of like they will have. I'm assuming that the Raw and the SmackDown tag titles will eventually be split, but like they will never not be holding one of those. Like once they win one, they're going to be like the kind of like the New Day or like Kofi yeah. Kingston. 
they're just always going to either have a title or be in the title picture, like barring some something terrible. But yeah, so shout out, shout out to to Pretty Deadly. They're pretty dang good. <laughs> uh, mine is also NXT related. Now I'm gonna let you know that is I, a surprise. I didn't watch all of Vengeance uh, Day. I just watched the opening match, and I think I kind of was like existing for the rest of it like i didn't pay attention to the rest of it i put it on the next day because i was wrestling uh i was at stride whenever it happened um but i don't and this is going to be the only time this person probably gets a positive or a like out barring an outside thing that Mm -hmm. they do that's just like super dope and i'm like they deserve it this week uh charlotte's flair's intro to vengeance day i don't know why i enjoyed it so much but i watched it and i was like this sums up all these characters that I have no fucking clue about. And like, I don't hate it. Why am I a fan of this? I know who this person is. The fact that she didn't try to take the women's title during the show is impressive. Like her just be like, maybe it's, maybe I don't hate Charlotte Flair. Maybe I like her whenever I don't have to see her maybe take a title, but I loved that intro so damn much. And I don't know, like Asa, I, I don't know why this is it for me. But I watched it, and if I cared about NXT a little bit more, a little bit more, I would have watched that whole show based off of just that opening. It was enough to get me hyped. Not enough to make me watch the show, but enough to be like, fuck, that was good. Like, that was I like, fun. I liked I like that. How, I like how you say, oh, it, it would get me to watch the show. Like, 30 seconds after you said, yeah, so I watched the first match. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was such a good, like, it. all right, I'm going to say this, and it is not a one-to-one, and I am not saying it's the same thing, but that opening was reminiscent to the Freddie Blassie openings from, like, the early 2000s. And I don't know why that had the feel for me, but it did. And maybe it's because I'm a slut for a good opening to a, a pay-per-view. And But that one was good to me, and I don't know why. I think it's, I think it's because she, like, mentioned everybody... And, like, not mentioning, but very much mentioning, like, thinly veiled mentioning. And I was like, I really liked that. If I really caught up with this show, I would probably enjoy this a lot more. But I enjoyed it anyway. I didn't watch the whole show. I just wanted to watch the opening match. But I loved that intro. You look so disappointed in me. I just, it was so weird. And so that might might be my problem, Asa. I like weird shit. I don't know if you saw it. But that that one that the the group chat we're in that's just like the wrestling one. I yeah. put a message in that, and I was just like, "This intro is weird as shit." And it was just like because it was like the only reason it was her was because they were in Charlotte, North Carolina. But oh, they really? Didn't okay. Do it, but they didn't do it live, so she wasn't there in front of the live crowd. It was a video. And why did they have, like, people from the Performance Center sitting, like, in an audience where her back was to them the entire time? And then, like, as, I don't know, it, like, if it was a more regular thing, I'm sure I would get used to it. Mm -hmm. Because I do like the idea of, like, the people who are in the matches, like, coming down and going face-to-face, like, one last time as, like, a hype package type deal. Yeah. It, It was cool in theory. I just was like... Okay, it, it, this particular one really doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Oh, it was cool in practice for me. Like, so I'm not I'm not trying to yuck your yums or anything. It was just like your I face. Was so I was so thrown off by it, and for you to be as high on it as you are blows my mind. Cause like I just 
it was really like it was interesting and i dug it i didn't watch the show but the opening was so good i'm sure the rest of the show is just as great but like i saw a man almost become a paraplegic and i was like yeah i've been, i've so, watched a lot of wrestling this week so i'm not crazy right like that was a rough landing uh yeah no that was one we, we'll talk about it but yes no you were absolutely right Okay. Like that was that was one like you saying that actually made me watch the match because <laughs> I was like, what did he do? And then like the whole time I was like, all right, when's it happening? And I was like, that was it. <laughs> there it is. OK. <laughs> yeah. But see, I'd already seen him have the tweet with the broken finger. So like it did like if I would have watched it live, you would have gotten a thing of just like, well, Dijak's dead. Yep. Like and if he isn't, he's going to be soon. Mm hmm. Um, so, but yeah, but we'll talk more of that here in a little bit. Uh. But before we get to the vengeance, vengeance, the vengeance day review, a couple of news stories. I want to start this off with a correction from last week because I was very wrong. I got the women's elimination chamber and the men's elimination chamber confused. The women's elimination chamber is for who's going to wrestle Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. The men's elimination chamber actually is for the U.S. championship. Austin Theory is defending the title in the chamber. Which I was also wrong because I thought it was going to be for the IC belt. So I, yeah. we, we were both a little wrong. So, uh, but, but no, uh, it because I said it was the a chance for the U.S. title. But no, Theory is actually defending it. That uh, Elimination Chamber match, man. Yeah, that's going to that's be, gonna be a That's going to be a fun one. So, if it was, like, just barely, my power of positivity. Have you seen the clip from Raw? Of Montez Ford sneaking up, quote unquote, on Dominic. Oh yeah, where he's like he's just sc- scooting his feet. It's the sneak. His shoes are squeaking down the ramp, and then Dominic turns around and he does the most Muppet reaction of just like screaming in his face, like to scare him. It was my like I I watched that clip on repeat like thirty times at work the, when I when I first saw it. I, again, I was just like, this is my I know. I, I've said it before. I say it on Twitter, like almost every time Montez Ford comes on screen, especially during pay per views. But like Montez Ford is a future world champion. Yeah. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to Angelo Dawkins because he like it. I don't know why. I just never really liked Angelo Dawkins. There was just something mm-hmm. about him that I just didn't super enjoy. But I like even I have to admit that dude is great. Like he, oh yeah, been, he's so good. It's almost like he sees everybody like actively trying to Genetti him, or like peg him as the Genetti, and he's just like, nope, fuck every single one of you. I'm I'm gonna show you that I am just as good, and he does. So yeah, he's so solid. I was like, I'm I'm very happy that Damian Priest is in the Elimination Chamber, but I was also a little bit hoping that like we could get both members of the Street Profits. Like not because I want them to break up, because they've been doing that weird like. Well, kind of tension, but not tension off and on for a while now. I don't want to see them in conflict, but it would have been cool to have both of them in that match. Because, like, I'm also a big fan of, like, wrestling moments whenever two tag team partners are kind of forced to wrestle each other for a minute. And, like, because it's, it's always great. And I say it because, like, the New Day, like, any one of those three together, or two of those two together, like, three together, they make me think that they're about to actually wrestle each other. And it's super dope. And I'm like, yes, I'm here for it. And then they do like the butt bongos or some shit like that. But like the Hardy Boys. better. Yeah. But like the Hardy Boys that like wrestle or Royal Rumble 2000, whenever they had like, I love shit like that. 
Because, mm-hmm. like, it's cool. It's like, you get a face tag team like that where it's like, well, I mean, I guess we're going to do this. No, like, it all they could have done, like, a, all right, no, our game plan is we're going to be the last two, and then best, best man, man wins. wins. Then you can actually have someone breaking up pinfall attempts in an elimination chamber, and it'll finally fucking make sense. Yeah, that is always really stupid, because it always happens. Yeah, and it's, it's my, just like, oh, it's my biggest pet peeve. Yeah, now, like, you know who could get away with some shit like that? Ken Shamrock, because Ken Shamrock would want to get every, sorry, I'm wrestling with articulation spoiler. Ken Shamrock would want to get every goddamn pinfall in an elimination chamber because he's he's built for the cage. And that's what they always have to like. That's what they always have to try to like. Justify not, not cr- justify it. I was good. Yeah. I couldn't think of the word. But whenever Austin Theory's doing it, it's so like it's so shallowly yeah, done. It's like, where no, it's there's like, one person you don't have to beat now to yeah. keep your title. Oh, it's so annoying. If anyway. I was an elimination chamber. Good luck getting my fat ass out of the pod. I would dead weight it. I would just sit there and be like, nah, keep fighting. I'll come out when I'm ready. It's like the Royal Rumble. Like, the one night a year that the that uh, finishers don't leave you down. They actually pop you back pop up. You back and, up. Then you, <laughs> and then they make you dizzy. It's like, alright, come. Alright, no. that's. I get it. Suspension of disbelief. Everything I'm watching is silly. But... But that's the silliest. Yeah, but this is weird. Um... But yeah, so that was that, my bad on on saying that wrong last week. Um, let's see. Uh, into the big bummer news of the week uh, on Monday night, apparently Jerry Lawler suffered a massive stroke, uh, so that he was rushed to the hospital. Apparently, he is. The last update that I saw is he's still like in very serious condition, but he is not like out of the woods. But it isn't as dire as it was. Like it yeah. looks like he's expected. I saw something that said he is expected to make a full recovery. Which, so. like, good. That's that's what you want to hear in a situation like that. Like, you don't ever want to hear this situation, but, like, that's the news you want to hear coming out of it. Right. I would it, it, I would much rather give that, you know, as the news story than, yep, what, he's dead. Then what we're about to talk about in a second, which I'm also super bummed about, because uh, we lost the genius. Oh, see, I, I thought we had talked about that last week, but if we... But then, but now that I think about it, we did not. Because he passed away like three days ago. No, it was before the show, I thought. No, I'm pretty sure it wasn't. I'm I'm almost positive. I'm gonna look it up. Yep. February 2nd. Today's February 9th. Okay, so it, would, so it was the day of. Yeah. So, okay. But I think it was, so it was before the show. But I don't think it broke until like the next day. Oh, maybe. Because, like, I, that's something I would have talked about if I'd have known about it. Okay. And, like, if we did talk about it last week, which I don't think we did, um, because I think we only really talked about the Royal Rumble, um, like, ah, it sucks. Because, like, he was such a cool character. Um, it's super dope that he was able to uh, induct his brother into the Hall of Fame. Hopefully, he, he is not currently in the WWE Hall of Fame, but that's somebody they should try to get. Because, like, he was a goofy 80s character as the genius. And, like, I like shit like that. That was actually... The genius was supposed to be the inspiration for the Academy at first. And I hard shut that shit down. Because there was no way I was going to do that as well as <laughs> Lanny Poffo did. Um, but, yeah. No, it's that fucking sucks. Did it, Well, and he could... Because he did more than just the genius like he yeah he was leaping not, lanny poffo like uh, i i didn't mean it's just the genius. i mean he did more than just wwf yeah, yeah like he was a big enough name that like i mean granted the, the the wwe hall of fame like i don't mean this to sound as disrespectful as it's gonna sound but 
it, anyone is eligible. WWE yeah. is good enough at putting together video packages and highlight videos that, like, you could put anybody in the Hall of Fame and you can make an argument for it. Yeah. Because, I mean, um, like, you've got, like, Coco B. Like, Coco Beware did his his Hall of Fame was more for, you know, the work outside of WWF that he did. Yeah. Like, ultimately. Like, he was a character, but it's not like Coco Beware was the biggest star in the world ever. Yeah. Do you know my favorite Lanny Poffo story? And I'm pretty sure it was Lanny Poffo. Like, I'm, like, 95% sure. So, during the time that WCW was just buying up contracts, they actually had Lanny Poffo under contract in, like, the late 90s. You never saw Lanny Poffo on WCW television. Like, they literally hired him and never used him, and they paid him for, like, two years. Mm-hmm. And that's some Kevin Nash, I mean, I'll do it for another ten grand. Like, that is some wrestling shit that I can get behind. Because brother got paid and didn't bump once didn't even think about bumping got paid two years to do nothing that shit rocks so Uh, let me let me read this because this is from his wikipedia page um poffo signed a wcw contract in 1995 but may have wrestled only once during his time there two sites record uh record him as having defeated a preliminary wrestler in a dark match at a wcw saturday night taping on october 14th 97 in fort myers florida Fuck. In a, y- yes. In a, in a later shoot interview, Poffo explained that he was contacted by his brother, who was wrestling in WCW at the time, with the guarantee of a contract. Savage, who had purchased the gorgeous George gimmick, offered the character to Poffo, mm-hmm. feeling that his brother would generate heat as a heel. Poffo signed the contract with WCW, began an intense training regimen, bleached his hair blonde in preparation for his return to the ring. As he recalled... As he recalled, despite being under contract for five years and receiving regular paychecks, he was never contacted with any bookings. His own repeated calls to the office went unreturned, and he was simply never used by WCW. Ultimately, Savage gave the gorgeous George moniker to his then-girlfriend and valet, Stephanie Bellers. So yeah, he just, he gets signed. You know how happy that whole story makes me? So fuck it. For five years, Asa. Mm-hmm. I wish a place would hire me for five years, pay me for five years, and I work once. Yeah. That's, Maybe. May, no, yeah, he might have done that. <laughs> like, that was, there, <laughs> there was a couple sites that are like, yeah, he was there this one time, but, like, no one can confirm or deny it. That's so, and, like, uh, it's just, it's a bummer that he passed away, but that is a piece of wrestling lore that I will always hold near and dear to my heart. Because mm-hmm. that is the epitome of what I enjoy in wrestling, which is a brother getting paid. As long yeah. as Poffo gets paid, I'm happy. Acquire um, the bag. Yeah, God is so good. But yeah, no, rest in peace, man. Uh, great speaker. Like, even his, like, uh, Hall of Fame speech for uh, Savage was very heartfelt and well done. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it sucks whenever we lose somebody in wrestling. That was dope as fuck. That got, that was under contract for five years and didn't work once, maybe. Just, is that there- is... Is there anyone that comes to mind? So, like, let's say they do, because WWE, like, I don't mean this to sound as complimentary as it's going to come across. They're pretty good about, like, inducting people if they've passed that Mm -hmm. year, because, like, really, it's, you know, they should probably, there's a lot of people that should go in when they should, when they could still give their own acceptance speech type. I know what you're about to ask me. Give me a second. Uh, Is there anyone that jumps out to you as who you would want to see either induct him or uh or like receive his award like re- or give it the speech for him so i think all of the people that i would want 
are like dead. Yeah, and that was what, like that's where my mind went to because like, like man, that's what sucks about that era of wrestling because so many of them are passed away. The only in like early two, early two. Yeah, like I, that's the one good thing we can say about this. Like Lanny Poffo, how old was he? He was a longer life than like most. Yeah, but he was still only like he wasn't that old. No, and I'm not saying uh, that he was. I'm just saying like. Um, oh, come on. 54 to 23, so... 68, he was 68. Yeah. So, like, he should have had another good 10 to 15 years on him. Um, but at least, like, he got to live longer than most. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in that era. The only person I can think of that, like, based on WWF that I would want to see him induct, induct him that could actually happen is a giant piece of shit that I really don't want to see on WWE TV anymore. And that's Ted DiBiase. Yeah. And it's like I just like I don't even I didn't even like seeing him on, on Raw thirty because he pulled that Brett Favre bullshit where he was actively taking money from fucking um, like welfare uh, allegedly very important to note allegedly he didn't do very, I'm pretty sh- I I'm just gonna allegedly this because very allegedly. important to note allegedly and that's gonna circle back here in a, in, in a little bit so stay tuned kids I wasn't even trying to do a segue into something else I didn't look at the stories this month or this week. Uh, this month, it's the same thing um, for me. Uh, Time means but, nothing. Yeah, but like, I don't even like seeing DiBiase like on my TV screen anymore. And it's one of those things where it's like he would be the only person that I would want to see induct him mm-hmm. because like Savage has passed away, Sensational Sherry's passed away, like all the people around him that like were around whenever he was doing the genius shit, like tangentially with him, are all passed away, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And that is like that's the super shitty part about like the er, those that golden era of WWF of just like how many of those guys are still alive Hogan DiBiase still alive like you got yeah. it on the list they're all passed away fucking Piper's gone Dusty's gone like Snooka's gone thank Jesus um like there's not a lot of Hacksaw's still around that's dope mm-hmm. um but yeah, Tony Atlas is still around. He's getting stepped on by women and on TikTok videos. Uh, oh, has it made it to TikTok now? I'm sure it has. Do you know the Jack Vaughn guy? The like the one that does like the indie wrestler versus professional wrestler. Oh yeah, he did one that fucking broke me. So it was, I think it was Shauna Reed. I'm not. Don't quote me that it was Shauna Reed. I've been on a couple shows with her. She's cool as shit. But there was a chick that was doing almost the same thing to that to Jack Vaughn that was getting done to Tony Atlas. But it was, like, in jest, so, like, she punched him in the face a couple times, and they were making contact. They were working punches, mm-hmm. but they were all there. And then, like, she stepped on his face a couple times, and then Jack Vaughn just turns his head, and he's like, I wish indie guys would lay it in like that. And I fucking died at that. <laughs> that was the funniest thing to me. Like, I think Justin shared it, because, of course, that's who shared it. But, mm-hmm. like, oh, man, it's so good. Sorry, that's a really weird, but, like, no, Tony Atlas is still alive. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, see. I mean, we're get, we're coming up on... Hall of Fame season. Apparently, so. if this happens, this will be my favorite Hall of Fame class of all time. If it's what I saw, like, rumored is true. Because mm-hmm. the Hall of Fame wing is finally someone that fucking deserves it. Yes, my queen and yours, Cindy goddamn Lopper, is, like, apparently supposed to be in the Hall of Fame this year. And That's a name. That is a name that is always, like, every time I hear someone say Cindy Lopper should go into the WWE Hall of Fame, my first reaction every single time is... She's already in. No, what are you talking about? She's fucking not, and it no, pisses me off so much. 
I'm aware. No, I. but it's just, that's my first, like, monkey brain thought of just like, no, she's already in, clearly. And you, and you know what makes me more mad about it? Fucking Kid Rock's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You know the guy that had one entrance theme? And Cindy Lauper is the goddamn reason that the Rock and Wrestling Connection happened? Ah! This is... Okay, th- but, Cin- but Cindy Lauper never made out with a fat chick on SummerSlam, so... That's fair. Yeah. Th- think right. about that one. Think yeah. about that one. Uh, anyway. You're right. Move- I'm completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> show. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, moving on. I'm not even going to try to salvage a segue. Uh, Booker T uh, has crushed my dreams and my predictions uh, because he announced uh, that he has retired from in-ring competition. Uh he was on his podcast and mentioned that I thought I had that link pulled up. Uh, but, but he just he, said, he said he was done. Like, yeah. He said he was done, which it, it, I was a hundred percent, uh, convinced. Well, not a hundred percent. That's very much not true. I thought that Booker T because of just the amount of weird shit talk every time the new day were in the ring, I thought that might be leading towards, Harlem Heat versus New Day at WrestleMania or something. Which, Which would have been, been cool. Cool as fuck. I'd have loved that. Um, but yeah, it was his, uh, his, he said that um, his surprise entrance in the 2023 Men's Royal Rumble match in San Antonio last month was likely his last WWE match after being a WWE superstar for multiple years and being in good enough shape to wrestle more often. Uh uh, he said he has no plans to stop the in-ring work he does with his students at his reality of wrestling school of promotion. Um, but the 2023 Royal Rumble was the last time he will mix it up in the ring at that level. So, uh, which like I, cool, like, and it's, it's wrestling. It's never say never. Um, so take that for what you will, but like if anyone deserves a happy retirement where he can, you know, move around comfortably it's booker t with the amount of spinner runes he's done it's a mm-hmm. sh- it's it's amazing he can still do it so uh i always but love, it, and it is like, cool that like it, i will say too like it is cool that he like st- strictly points out that he's like no he'll still do in-ring stuff with like his students yeah because like he very will again he's someone that could be like look at the career that i've had i ain't bumping for a single one of you motherfuckers yeah but like he gives a shit so and he I, like I, I, he's one of those like he's up there with the uh, like he, his school is so good mm-hmm. like the people he's pumped out because like Roxana Perez Mysterious Q like there's a like Laney Luck I believe was also trained there like there's a list of people that I'm just like nah he's pretty solid like just training wise it's yeah. like him Brian Myers um, Black and Brave have, have has pumped out a couple of them but like yeah no like. He reality of rea- wrestling. Like, I think he trained the Usos. I think I'm like pretty sure that was a thing. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's super fucking cool. Yeah, no, it it it. And like I said, he's someone that very much like he keeps busy. He has his podcast. I I think a lot of the comments that he ends up making are very much like he's co he's toeing the company line. Like he just kind of says what what he thinks WWE wants him to say. So like I don't listen to a ton of his stuff. But it is like, like I said, you, you look at his career and just like, he's a two-time hall of famer. 
And he's not like someone that you look at and be like, oh, really? Like twice? No, Harlem Heat fucking ruled. King Booker did such a good job with Charmel of making me want to see him lose every match that he was in. But I was watching every match because I wanted to see it like, no, it was effective as shit. He trained Sammy Guevara. I take it back. Fuck that dude. No. (laughs) (laughs) That was that was the Internet fan in you that just talked. That was awesome. I loved that because it was it was so sweet. What you were saying was so complimentary. He trained Sammy Guevara. Fuck that dude. Oh, no. History's greatest monster. Um, And that's why we do the power of positivity so we can be as toxic as we want. No, I don't like that bit. No, not at all. It was a good one, though. But, but like, we love Booker T here. Like, his podcast stuff, I'm kind of with you, where I'm just like, ah, that's a take, I guess. That's that's something you think out loud. Uh, But, like... I wish he didn't hate the New Day. Yeah, that's a bummer. (laughs) But, again, in the grand scheme of things, hating the New Day isn't the absolute worst thing you can hate nowadays. It's just you're wrong for it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, no, like, there's... I wasn't a WCW kid at all, so, like, I had no point of reference for Booker T until the invasion. And the fact that he was the one guy, minus RVD, that, like, they gave a damn about after that whole story. And they gave a pretty good damn about him for a while until 2003, whenever uh, WrestleMania 19 and people like you don't deserve to be world champion storyline happened. Uh, But, like, we got Keen Booker after that, and that fucking ruled. Um, The Gold Dust Booker T uh, story... Mm-hmm. As fucking stupid as Goldust getting thrown into a power box and having a stutter. Oh my god. Goldust didn't do blackface, but he definitely had an afro at one point, And he definitely was talking a certain one. What's the next story, Asa? I'm starting to ruin uh, things. Well, real quick, real quick. Before we move on, I do want to say that we talk, We mentioned Booker T being a two-time Hall of Famer. He really ought to be a three-time Hall of Famer uh, because when are they going to induct Black Snow? And that's where <laughs> we'll leave that. Uh, next story. So Dalton brought up the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, and his uh, similar lawsuit dealings uh, with Brett Favre. You mentioned Brett Favre. And mm-hmm. this is why it's very important that we say, allegedly, Brett Favre stole more than a million dollars from the welfare fund to fund a volleyball program at the college his his daughter went to. Um, went to! Went, went to! to. Yeah, that is to. the worst part! Sorry, it's sorry. Allegedly. Sorry. Again, this sorry. is all allegedly. Sorry. Uh, it, this story is from uh, profootballtalk.nbcsports.com. It was posted today at six or it's sorry at 517 so this is breaking ass news hall of fame quarterback brett Favre is fighting back the former quarterback embroiled for months in a scandal regarding the alleged misappropriation of welfare funds intended for mississippi residents has sued hall of fame tight end shannon sharp and pat mcafee oh eat a dick brett what the f- oh you son of a bitch for defamation of character based on things they have allegedly said about him in connection with the Mississippi welfare situation. So if you're wondering what this has to do with pro wrestling this week, uh, it is because uh, color commentator Pat McAfee is being sued by Bret Hart for Bret Favre. Uh, Bret Favre. Jesus the, only Bret Bret Hart Hart. Gonna, the only person Bret Hart is going to sue is Goldberg because he can't stop talking about it. Yeah. Um. God. Man, fuck you, Brett Favre. I knew I never liked you. I knew <laughs> I never liked you, you son of a bitch. 
Also, don't sue Shannon Sharp. That poor man has had to put up with Skip Bayless way more than any one person should ever rightfully fucking have to. And now you're gonna sue him because you did some fuck shit, allegedly? Just like, allegedly, Ted DiBiase allegedly definitely fucking did? Like, oh, I hate everything. I'm double-checking to see if Ted DiBiase got convicted. Because I think... He might be more concrete. I might be able to say it. Yeah, we may be able to. We may be able to say. We uh, may be. I may make you edit out every allegedly you said. Oh, that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> I'll send you the audio and you go nuts. Uh, have been ordered to repay millions of dollars in misappropriated welfare funds to the state of Mississippi. Okay. So yeah. fuck you, so. Ted DiBiase. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal something from Pro Wrestling Unscripted. Or not for Wrestling Unscripted, Podzilla 1985. That's my motherfucker of the week. And he did this like a couple years ago. But still, fuck him. Yeah. It's the only funny thing, and nothing's funny about it, but the only funny thing is that at least the motherfucker lives the gimmick. Like, that's it. That's the only thing I can say funny about it. It is It is the most on-brand thing. It'd be like IRS <laughs> going to jail for tax evasion. Like, well, the only thing that would have been... No, no. The only thing that would have been on-brand for IRS is if he was the one that caught Ted DiBiase spending that money that, that way. That would have been funny. He'd been like, didn't pay your taxes. And then those... All right. Rotunda didn't do anything wrong. But those motherfuckers were on Raw 30. God mm-hmm. damn it. God damn it. Yeah, fuck those allegedly. He definitely did that shit. <laughs> Brett Favre uh, allegedly did it. May have allegedly did it. That's how that works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next story uh, is Bianca Belair and Montez Ford began filming a reality show based on their lives. Uh, that filming started at uh, the Royal Rumble and it will be uh, airing on Hulu. So that's cool. Like, yeah. I won't watch it just because reality TV isn't my jam. But like, and I really hope that it is more wholesome is it then, it's as wholesome and, as we imagine that they are than like total diva stuff like a bunch of oh, unnecessary God. you know orchestrated scripted bullshit. drama bullshit yeah because like if it is just bianca belair montez ford being dope as hell like her making their gear and stuff like that like yes they are entertaining enough just as people that i might actually watch that that would be cool yeah so I can't wait that for is, the I can't wait for the alleged Dawkins tried running in on Bianca situation that's going to get played. Oh, Jesus and that's, Christ. that's been that's the reason they've been having this whole storyline. Asa, I remember whenever remember no wait no time time I time, don't time. remember it. Yes, you do because you were watching wrestling. Remember whenever they tried tying wrestling storylines into Total Divas? Yeah, it God, was, it was the so bad. Worst. It was the worst. Remember that time that they tried to make the Usos think that. Naomi was cheating on them, but then they like actively aired the footage of them like lying, and we had to believe that the Usos weren't just what. Oh god, it's trash. I also I love know. that you said Naomi was cheating on the Usos, like she's also married to Jay. Well, the wording of it. She married both of them. What? You, well, we she just can never the entire bloodline. <laughs> oh, this is a this is not a good joke to make. No, but then like, we're gonna don't nope, just don't then. No, if the if the wedding had happened like now, do uh, you think do you think Roman would have been like, Are you familiar with Prima Nocta? <laughs> Acknowledge. Because like me. that's the level of asshole Roman Reigns, the character of Roman the character of Roman Reigns, the character of Roman Reigns. I was love being it. at this point. The character Roman Reigns. 
not Joe Anawahi, who is, I'm sure, a great human. Um, Um, And then, anyway, back on track. The last news story of the week, we didn't talk about it, or maybe we did, I don't remember. Nothing means anything anymore. But HBK has clarified that NXT talent is not, in fact, working select independent shows. Uh, Ivy Nile was allowed to work the reality of wrestling show because, strictly because, like, that is Booker T's show. He made the request and they let her do that. Yeah. So you're not going to see, you know, uh, I'm trying to pull just a random, you're not going to see Duke Hudson or Zion Quinn, like on a progress show or anything like that. It's, I was What I was going to say is the Creed brothers will not be facing the Academy, unfortunately. God damn, I would die. Like literally would. and figuratively. Like I'd be like three seconds and be like, I can't breathe. It would it would turn into a handicap match immediately, but I do. John would see, be John yeah, would be working so hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but because a lot of people saw that like Ivy Nile was part of that reality wrestling show, and jumped to the conclusion that like oh, NXT talent are able to do independent Indies, shows, which yeah. like on one hand like would be kind of neat, but also like no, because these are people. Some of them, like, obviously not everybody, but some of them are, like, people who are training. And if they get hurt at an independent show, like, that's kind of the reason that WWE doesn't let them do independent shows is, one, no one else is going to make money off of our people. But two, no, if we have these are are our investments, if we have a plan for this person and they get taken out at, you know, some random show, then that affects TV and you can't have that. And like whenever, and not saying that they WWE gives out the best contracts in the world, but whenever they are paying money for somebody, that's their investment. Um, if I spent a hundred thousand dollars on a car, I'm not going to let somebody I don't trust drive it. Right. That gets a really gross comparison, but it's a very accurate comparison. Like if yeah. I'm going to wreck my like if my car is going to get wrecked, I'm going to be the one wrecking it. Right. Um. And the wreck is called Nia Jax. Thanks, uh, capitalism. <laughs> Uh, our, bodies to... are, our bodies are our bodies <laughs> are our production as i as i said it i was like that's a really gross like comparison but the more i thought about it, i was like that's a very accurate comparison oh yeah cogs yeah. in the wheel brother yeah so Comrade. i just uh but good on ww like yeah no i'm gonna say it. good on ww for not letting their nxt talent work indies like there's some good that can come of it but at the same time like you you have it has to be it worked a lot better in the territory days where, hey, we're, we have this guy named Dwayne Johnson. Jerry, can you let him wrestle at USWA for a while? Just get him some seasoning, let him like figure out how to work a little bit more, and then we can put him on TV. That was fine, but that was also in the territory days where you could trust the people running the territories. Indie promotions nowadays, it's a different monster. And I'm not saying if like Ivy Nile went to somewhere else that someone may intentionally try to hurt her, but like... It's a lot less protected than it used to be, it, it, like, from what I can see. Yeah. Um, and it's good that WWE is, like, protecting their investments. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that has since been clarified. Won't be seeing NXT people. Uh, before we get to Wrestling With Articulation, uh, Vengeance Day was this past Saturday. And if you're listening to this, you might be thinking, oh, but you didn't preview Vengeance Day. And it's a very good reason. Uh, We really wanted to focus on the Royal Rumble. It has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that I had no idea Vengeance Day was the next Saturday until I saw like an ad on Peacock. So, yeah. I was just going to ask you, like, did you forget? (laughs) Oh, 100%. (laughs) 
Fair I enough. knew they were building to I knew they were building to a pay per view, but I I thought it was this Saturday. Like I thought it was this week coming up. So the overall, I enjoyed the show. Um, a couple things were kind of underwhelming to me, but like some of the good stuff was really really good, uh, including that first match, the the one match that Dalton paid attention to, NXT North American Championship. Wesley defeated Dijak to retain. Um, at both points, I wanted both of them to win because, yeah. like, I, you and I have been a fan of Dijak forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, same for those, Wesley. Like, yeah, but he's like one of the he's Dijak specifically is one of like we've we've especially been a big fan of like the Rascals. Yeah, but like Dijak is one of those like guys that we just kind of both were like, this dude is big and he moves like that. Like, put every belt on him. Mara Fuji was hitting him so goddamn hard. So goddamn hard. And he was smiling. Like, yeah. Oh, I've always, like, ever since that Glory Pro show where we saw him, I was familiar with Dijak before that. But, like, after that, I was like, this guy is going to be a fucking star if they ever actually do anything. And it looked like for a short time, like, whenever Keith Lee was in NXT, that, mm-hmm. like, that was their, like, one or one uh, B star was Dijak. Yeah. And then Retribution happened. And holy fuck, talk about derailing somebody. Um, and he still can't change his Twitter handle. <laughs> yeah thanks awesome. elon um gotta that, pay for that twitter blue baby the the moment we talked about earlier is whenever he was going he was standing on the second rope trying to powerbomb wesley wesley reversed it into a uh, hurricane rana and dijak landed scary on his like, head like it, he he landed directly on his head if yeah. you go back you can hear booker t's reaction to it and yes. that like that is a like, you asked me. I was like, no, that was a bad landing. Like, that was, there was no, like, oh, he kind of rolled off of it. It just looked gross. Nah, motherfucker landed on his head. The only thing that I think saved him is that he was still very horizontal when he landed. Mm-hmm. If he would have been more, like, vertical, that would have been a, like, that match wouldn't have gotten finished. Yeah. I, I mean, it would have, but it wouldn't have had a finish. It would have just been, like, X and that's it. He landed very like he landed kind of like this where his whole like his ass wasn't over tea kettle yet. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of what saved him. But he did land just fucking flat on the top of his head. Yeah, I uh, I it was because I saw it initially and then they showed a replay and it was the like slow motion replay that Booker and and uh, is it? No, it's not Vic Joseph anymore. Who is there? Oh, fuck. Who is it? Uh, 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 no, it is Vic Joseph. It is yeah. Vic Joseph. Um he they both were just like oh holy shit like yeah they because it was like seeing it in slow motion really kind of shows like how scary that was yeah and the fact that he only broke a finger in that match uh, that's how gross looking but that's how hard he hit his head yeah (laughs) it broke his finger so but no that i greatly enjoyed that match i would love to see them do that again and wesley i like that the the hard justice like gritty cop stuff that he's doing character that he's doing is like kind of campy and kind of cheesy, but it's, it's just enough that it's in a fun way for me, but it's really tiptoeing that line. Well, here's the thing. He's big. uh, He's big, has a lot of muscle and doesn't afraid of anybody. So like he can get away with campy. I'm cool with campy if it rocks and like Dijak in some black aviator glasses and a duster with black pants. Don't get me wrong, I love the feast your eyes gear, like mm-hmm. his like bikers with like the super shiny shit. That looked cool. But man, he just looks like a badass. And like 
I know it's stupid. I love Damian Priest. I loved him as Punishment Martinez. I like a big motherfucker with a kind of goofy character. No, absolutely. The, yeah. Dijak looks like what Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia thinks, thinks he looks he lo- like. Yes! Yes! And it's, yes! <laughs> it's it, it, it's phenomenal. So, um, but no, he, he it, you were correct. It does rock. Again, yeah. I'm, I am more on board than not. It's just like, yeah. this could, if, if they play it differently, it could get bad. But it's Dijak, so I don't yeah. think it will. Um, And I just love that, like, I love that Wesley is getting the spotlight that he's getting. Because they very much could have fucked him after the whole Nash Carter thing. Granted, Wesley didn't do anything wrong. But they very, like, he was a tag team wrestler. Um, in the WWE world. Like, in the WWE, yeah. like, he was a tag team guy. His partner got released. Um, And however you feel about that, that's how you feel about it. But, like, he could have really gotten fucked. And it's cool that they did the opposite of what I thought. I was like, damn it, Wesley's going to get fucking fired now. And that dude didn't fucking do anything wrong. Like, that's going to suck hard. Wait, what, they're doing that with him? That fucking rules. Like, I'm happy mm-hmm. that that's what I get to say instead of the opposite. I know. And he's had a good reign. Like, he, yeah. him winning it was a good moment. He's had a good reign so far. Um, poor went out for the reign of the acclaimed that I'm not going to complain about uh, this week, but probably soon. Because there's a pay-per-view coming up, and if boy, they, don't they deserve better. Anyway, yeah. hey, speaking of tag teams that maybe deserve better, uh, the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship was defended. Uh, Kaden, Katana Chance and Kaden Carter, Party Girl A, Party, a, Girl, Party Girl B, uh, Boo, Boo. Uh, lost the titles to Fallon Henley and Kiana James. Um, this was kind of, again, this was kind of weird to me. Because they made such a big deal of like, oh, Chance and Carter are the longest running, longest reigning women's tag team champions in WWE history. Not just NXT, but like they held their titles longer than any WWE women's main roster tag team. So it's a, it's such a huge deal. And they're doing this story with uh, Henley and James where... They don't like each other. They don't trust each other. You have one face, one heel. Uh, the the heel cheated for them to win, but the face didn't know, so they're all happy. Um, the match itself was fine. Um, it, it was fun. Like the dy- that dynamic can be kind of interesting, but I just I that story isn't clicking with me. So for them to for that to be a focus, and then for them to be like, oh, longest reigning champs, bye now. Grand yeah. opening, grand closing. Like that was. <laughs> kind of odd but it is what it is uh next up was a two out of three falls match with carmelo hayes defeating apollo cruz uh two and oh shout out to nxt for giving us a two out of three falls that match that ended in two falls um i would watch them wrestle forever like the I amount think... of athleticism in that ring is just bonkers i need to go um, back and watch that one at a certain point Dabakato came out to the ring, laid out Trick Williams, seemingly, like, evening the odds because Williams was getting involved. Cato lays out Williams. He, he like, fist bumps, uh, high-fives Apollo Crews through the ring, and then Carmelo Hayes sneaks up, pins him, and wins the match. Um, and then after the match, Cato lays out Apollo Crews out of nowhere. Like, he turns, so we're getting that sick... Finally, we're getting African warlord Apollo Crews uh, Commander Azim split resolution. So, finally. Man, I'm happy I watched the opening match. <laughs> <laughs> the match itself was good. And, like, honestly, 
I don't hate the idea of them kind of like, okay, we're dropping these goofy characters, but hey, Dabakato is pissed that, you know, Apollo Crews bailed on him to come to NXT, assuming that's what the story is. We don't, mm-hmm. we, so far I think on Tuesday, Kato only said like, he knows what he did. And that was about it, so. That's not cryptic. The, do you think that he did the same thing that Million Dollar Man did, allegedly? No. I don't, I'd see, see, at this point, you said allegedly, so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, what Brett Favre did, allegedly, my bad. Do you think Apollo Crews and Brett Favre are friends? I don't, what the, what are you talking about? Well, he knows what he did, and he's being vague about it, and I'm like, did he do the same thing? I don't know. Fatal he probably a tag team match for the NXT <laughs> Tag Team Championships saw Gallus defeating the New Day, Pretty Deadly, and Chase University to win the NXT Tag Team Championships. Um, again, odd booking decision to me. Like, no, it's Gallus. It's fine. No, I, don't get me wrong. Like, honestly, any one of these tag teams winning, I would be cool with. Mm-hmm. I really wanted the New Day to win because I love the New Day. I'm yeah. an unapologetic New Day stan. Uh, any match that they're in, I want them to win it. What I mean when I say it's kind of confusing is it's like, if you're going to, I don't understand fully why the New Day would need to drop the match in a multi-man match if they're the ones being pinned. Because it was Xavier Woods that got pinned. Mm-hmm. So if they want to drop the, the titles to Gallus, just have Gallus beat them. I yeah. also kind of thought we would get a longer, like... I figured that when New Day finally dropped the belts, it would be after, like, a story. And yeah. the story was New Day stringing along pretty deadly, which is why it was a multi-man match to begin with. And also, do the New Day now, do they stay in NXT? They weren't there on Tuesday. Do they go back up to the main roster? If so, that tag title scene is pretty well speaking for, spoken for, speaking for, dear lord. Um, so, like, what do you do with the New Day? I'm... I want the New Day on my TV. Yeah. And I want them to be doing something meaningful. And I just don't see where they land right now. We could have Kevin but, Owens come back as the big O. No, God, no. But oh. shout out to Gallus, Mark Coffee, and Wolfgang. Yeah, uh, I love them so much. So, also, where's Joe? Is he injured? I don't know. Like, they were suspended. and that, Well, like, suspended, quote-unquote. Uh, storyline suspended but only we've only seen mark and wolfgang but we have hmm. not seen joe coffee north so. american champion baby uh give me that match yeah it'd be sick as like, hell yeah um all gallus everything <laughs> triple threat match for the nxt women's championship roxanne perez gg Dol- uh defended against gg dolan and jc jane um this one was pretty fun uh, I like the dynamic of Dolan and Jane going back and forth between working with each other and fighting each other because they both want the title and they weren't willing to help the other one. Uh, probably like the best moment in that is Perez is laid out in the ring. Dolan and Jane are fighting on the outside, but then <laughs> Dolan's just like, no, stop. Listen, we need to take her out. We need to, we need to work together. Work with me. And she shakes her, she shakes Jane's hand and then immediately pulls Jane into the way of Roxanne Perez hitting like a, a baseball slide dropkick. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, all right, that's pretty good. That's um, and then we got the we got the window, the barbershop window moment uh, on Tuesday. God, that was, was gross, which was gross because the door didn't break. And I don't know if it was the super kick that left the mark or I'm pretty sure it was when she kicked her head into the frame of the door. Yeah, that's uh, what it was. That it was that, on the it was on the opposite side. 
yeah that and it it uh, so dolan's got a big old mark on her on her face from that so that was uh that was rough and then the main event was the steel cage match for the nxt championship uh escape did not win you the match it had to be won by pinfall or submission uh braun breaker successfully retained against grayson waller after the match carmelo hayes came out and just kind of stood on the ramp because like he has got to be the next nxt champion it's pretty obvious at this point, like yeah. Hayes is, is next in line and the, the match was good. Um, I, this feud has done more to make me like Waller than I did before. Um, breaker is already, you know, there's something missing for me. I don't know what it is, but like the breaker act, there's just like one thing that isn't in place for me. Like, mm-hmm. he's a great performer. He's a great wrestler. Like, I like his in-ring stuff. It's just, like, the character stuff just isn't quite, like... It's... It's that he's doing, like, his dad and his uncle's shtick, kind of. Yeah. So once we find out who Braun Breaker is, you know, once he's evo- once he evolves past that, like, I feel like he's someone that I'm gonna love. Yeah. And I think that could be your thing right now. It's just, like, I, I see what you're doing. But you could be doing something different that I might enjoy more. He's a tribute band, and I want to see some originals. Yeah. Type thing, He's a so. great tribute band, though. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, I love everything about it, but you're absolutely... There's a, there's a lack of originalism. Is that a word? There's a lack of originality to it. That's the word I wanted. To yeah. uh, the Braun Breaker thing. Especially, like, when his name is Braun Breaker instead of Rick Steiner Jr., Mm-hmm. If his name was Rick Steiner Jr., dope. Do everything you're doing. But mm-hmm. when you make it a point to differentiate him from his family, like, then you should change almost everything then. Because yeah. it feels like it's a half measure. Like, either go all the way in on the Steiner legacy or make him his own thing. Yeah. So, but uh, but again, like, I am I was super impressed with Grayson Waller. I'm excited to see what he does next. Um I don't know if they immediately, I don't know when their next like paper, like what their next like Saturday event would be. But so I don't know if Braun is going to do something, you know, in between they finally get to the Carmelo Hayes stuff or what, but it'll be interesting to see. And I'm very, very excited for Carmelo Hayes to, to win the NXT title too. That'll be dope. Yeah. So it might be, it may be like WrestleMania weekend, but they can definitely tell that story. Um, And then that is it for the review. So then all that is left is wrestling with articulation. Uh, a couple things before I unleash Dalton is the ESRB website has posted that AEW Fight Forever has received a T for teen rating. And some of the I'm going to read the whole description. So this is going to take a minute and I apologize. But it also kind of gives us a better idea of like some of the stuff that's going to be in the game than mm-hmm. we knew about before. So the rating summary is this is a wrestling game in which players compete in matches with wrestlers from the AEW roster. Players use punches, kicks, and grappling maneuvers to drain their opponent's health. In some match types, e.g. barbed wire, stadium stampede, and unsanctioned, players can use barbed wire, baseball bats, metal chairs, and Molotov cocktails against opponents, eventually resulting in submission and or knockouts. Blood spatter effects can occur during matches, staining the mats. Video footage of real matches also depicts blood on wrestlers' faces and bodies. The game contains some mildly suggestive material, female wrestlers in revealing outfits, e.g. deep cleavage, bunny outfits, partially exposed buttocks, wrestlers performing taunting gestures, e.g. cross chop, slapping buttocks, real footage sometimes depicts depict wrestlers drinking alcohol and smoking, the word shit is heard in the game. Hell yeah. 
So um, the big takeaways there, like, did we know that there was going to be a stadium stampede match? We did not. So there's a stadium stampede match. Uh, obviously, the most famous wrestling weapon of all time is involved. The Molotov cocktail. Rules. Um, Rules. Uh, Eddie Kingston is the only person allowed to use it. <laughs> um, if you use it with someone else, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, nah, uh, I mean, the just I- from the ESBR, like the SRB rating, I'm in. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was always going to be in for this, like, for this. Um, the, also the, the fact that it shows, like, the real, what does it say? Real uh, matches. Yeah, like, the footage from real matches, like, that could be interesting. Like, what's that going to be? Is it just, like, for entrances or, you know, what, like, entrance videos? type thing or yeah. is there going to be I, as far as we know there's not like a showcase mode so yeah and that that, that could like? be something as minor as uh menus having like yeah live action video versus um like like a, rendered yeah. cutscenes and stuff yeah that's that is a that, that and that is probably like the most likely scenario ultimately um, um and then let's see so but hopefully the, the rumor was that the rating, them unable to get a T rating is one of the reasons that the game had been kind of delayed. Um, but now that they've secured the T for teen rating, hopefully that means we are one step closer to the game finally coming out. Yeah. Which I I just I just want to play this game. There's not like nothing is really speaking to me. I beat Hi-Fi Rush and nothing is like super speaking to me right now in a game sense. So like I'm I'm jumping into like a couple matches of like a no mercy style aew game i'm super on board for that would be yeah and uh, uh, hopefully it works hopefully it plays well like i want this game to succeed because like i enjoyed the shit out of 2k22 and i have some 2k23 news coming out of this week too that i'm like yes i am ready for all of it um well real quick uh from the 2k23 uh news side we did get uh some new names announced for the roster uh let me see do, do, do. we basically uh, got like a big chunk of the nxt like mainstay right now which is pretty cool. yeah um the company announced kurt angle queen Zelina, the bella twins cody rhodes and molly holly for the game uh and then the twitter account revealed more um nxt names include Braun breaker carmelo hayes roxanne perez cora jade grayson waller and nikita lyons and then the raw roster got some additional names uh, Bianca Belair, Asuka, Rhea Ripley, Becky Lynch, Damian Priest, Bobby Lashley, and Seth Rollins. We also got some legends announced today through the Instagram. Um, the three that I know off the top of my head, Lita, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The Undertaker. There was somebody else, but I can't think of who it was. Um, but like, I mean, those, I'm, Lita was kind of neat. I think Lita being in it's super cool, but like Austin and Taker were definitely going to happen. Um, I'm excited. I'm super pumped. Um, yeah. Um, I will say like one of the things that I'm super excited about, um, well that like, let me take that back. Lita being on raw was cool. That was showing up and then her getting announced today is a, is a cool kind of co-winky dink there. But like, yeah, like you said, like Austin and undertaker, no one's surprised at that. I know that they announced at some point that Roman Reigns is a 99, Yes. Like they announced his his rating is a 99 which like yeah i'm not you can't be a, you can't be mad at that no nah, it's so awesome too i wonder if he'll sit in the war games cage like a fucking mob boss like he did in real life um but no like i'm excited like i'm excited for 2k23 if it plays like 2k22 i'm in mm-hmm. um 
Up, Up, Down, Down did a little bit of the showcase mode. And there are, like, you do have to beat John Cena in the mm-hmm. uh, showcase mode. And they did some cool things like they did with the Rey Mysterio one where if you lose a match, they give you an alternate ending of what could have happened. So, like, at Halloween Havoc um, 96, whenever Eddie was trying to rip off Ray's mask, if you lose that match, there's a cutscene where he takes the mask off. Nice. And, like, that was what they did for last year's game. They're doing it for this year where, like, Cena gets rushed out of the arena a little bit. But the crowd noise doesn't match what's going on. So, like, that sucks. So, like, just don't lose that match and you won't have to worry about it. But, like, I'm happy that they do that kind of in-depth of, like, planning for shit like that. Apparently, Universe has a is going to get a bunch of, like, updates to it, which that's what I dig about the WWE games. Um, and then, uh, yeah, War Games looks pretty neat it looks like it's gonna be weird but it looks like they added a bunch of shit that you can do cool stuff with um but yeah it's i mean every like every year the wrestling rosters get bigger if only by one person that's still one more person than i had before so like i'll take it um i will say that like for this one this this roster is going to be wildly outdate um again but at least for a better reason than 20 like after they fired a million people yeah and then they came out and they were still in the game now they've hired a bunch of people that probably so, aren't going to make it in the game so hopefully jonah's back in because like he he's he's big and fun to play as a, a wrestling character mm-hmm. um are we ready are we ready for action figures are, are we ready for action figures Asa? did you ha- did you have anything else you wanted to mention about 2k23 uh i don't know fucking buy it i don't know can i talk about action <laughs> figures now all right so uh dalton has dalton's got a bunch of action figure news to talk about uh and i'm just gonna sit back and let you all right, burst all over. So first thing, and this isn't like new at all, and that's fine. But uh, this this came in the mail today. It is the LJ and Macho Man, and if you if you know me, like Macho Man is like my one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I didn't discover mm-hmm. him until I was like thirteen, fourteen. Uh, well, uh, a little bit younger than that, like eleven, twelve. Like because I didn't watch WCW and I didn't watch like old WWF. Uh, but like once I started watching Macho Man, whenever I was a a youth, I couldn't stop. To the point that, like, I do some of his moves in the ring. Um, I was even asked to be him for a while. We don't talk about it. Um, But, like, I have a really extensive Macho Man collection of cool shit I own figure-wise. And this was... The LJN was, like, the the grail piece. Like, this was the piece I wanted to put right in the middle. Because it's big and, like, it stands over everything. And it's super cool. And it's in good shape. This came out in 1986. Um, And, like, it's in really good shape still. Uh, so that was neat. That was just, thanks, Tyler. I've, I'm very happy to have that LJN. He was like, are you going to get more? And I was like, fuck no, these toys suck. But <laughs> I'm, I wanted the Macho Man. Um, I finally got my permanent green uh, tights uh, Shamrock, which I am so pumped about. Uh, I was talking to Asa about how Shamrock's like one of my favorite wrestlers that never got like the spotlight I felt he deserved. Because he was big and scary and like not in the Undertaker way. And the, oh, this guy could actually hurt you way. Um, so I got that. If any of our fans, wait, I can do this now. If any of our fans find a blue shamrock, message us on Twitter. Asa, let me know when that message comes in. And I will get in touch with you because I need the blue one. I have his OG red one. I have the green one. I need the blue one, fans. I'm paying for it. I don't want you to buy it for me as a gift. I just want it. Dalton will PayPal you. Also, instead of messaging the show and then making me message Dalton, just message Dalton, Mr. D. Anthony, NPOTR. That works too. I'm also <laughs> cool with that. Um, but moving on from Shamrock, uh, thanks uh, courtesy to the Game Marks podcast. I won one of their giveaways. I got Elite 94 Edge, 
Um, this is Edge from WrestleMania that he had against uh, the match with uh, Reigns and uh, Daniel, Brian Danielson. Daniel Bryan, I could have said it right that time. <laughs> um, I love this. The like current Edge elites have been kind of hit or miss since he's come back. Like Whenever they do a flashback Edge, they rock, but whenever they try to do a current Edge, it's been iffy. Uh, this is probably one of the cooler ones because it's all white gear and you don't see that a whole lot. Like They don't make figures of that a whole lot. This figure, I just haven't opened it yet, but it's super cool. I got it in the other day. Um, I feel like there was something else. I feel like there was something else. You had your surprise unboxing. I know, but I felt like... The, oh! Uh, rockin', Jericho's Rockin' Booze Cruise fucking happened. Yeah. And they announced... Um, or they didn't announce, but they showed off pictures, uh, high render of Danhausen in color. Mm-hmm. Um, Danhausen, Butcher, and Blade. That set's gonna be dope as hell. Bunny, we got that figure, the way that one looks. All three of those are really solid. Um, Hook in full color. That's going to be... There's going to be some AEW figures dropping that are going to be bitches to get. Because, like, everybody's going to get Danhausen. Yeah. Um, because, like, that's just... That is a very uh, word that a lot of people like to use in the figure community is toyetic. Like, that motherfucker just looks like an action figure. Um, and he's in his jacket, which I prefer... Uh, because like, give me the jacket first and then initial, like, then you can give me evil Danhausen. But like right now I just wanted Danhausen to hang out with orange Cassidy and the, in the full trench coat or not trench coat, but his full jacket get up. Perfect. Um, we should be getting more AEW news in the coming weeks. Cause I think we have an AEW pay-per-view coming up. So we'll have a fan fest coming out of that. Um, revolutions but, coming up. Yeah. So we usually get a fan fest coming out of that and it looked like they were switching factories and that's why AEW productions kind of slowed down. But we have, like, Penta Oscuras coming out, and, like, I don't need it, but I'm going to get it. Um, there's just a lot of really neat ones uh, dropping soon. Um, WWE-wise, I don't think there's anything new than from what we talked about last week with, like, the new Legend series coming out. Um, and then early contender for, and this is what I, Asa said is my surprise uh, pickup I got, Um but my early contender of wrestling action figure for 2023, and like this will be in the top five no matter what. He may be number one, but he's he's my favorite sociopath in yours, uh, Minoru Suzuki. I got the Storm Collectibles in. Oh, and nice. This figure fucking rocks. Now, it's a little bit bigger than an Elite. So, like, this is a great matchup. Here's Minoru Suzuki, Asa. Here is Ken Shamrock. The Storms mm-hmm. are just a little beefier. Like yeah. chest wise, but like they fit. I could put this in my AEW shelf and it wouldn't be that weird. Like I put my Ishii in AEW shelf and like it's a Super Seven and it's kind of out of whack. But like Storm Collectibles, honestly, like most bang for your buck when it comes to a wrestling toy. He has a like a crazy head that his stun- tongue is sticking out of that the tongue is actually removable. So if you did just want him doing like a yelling pose instead of having his tongue out, you can do that with that figure. Um, and then I grabbed a comparison figure. So, like, this is kind of the different spectrums of Storm Collectibles figures. Here is Minoru Suzuki Asa. Here is Jushin Thunder Liger in purple. Mm-hmm. And, like, these are both amazing figures in their own right. One is bare bones as fuck. And the other one is, like, super shiny. The The cape has, like, glitter and a wire so you can pose the cape. Like, Storm Collectibles, if I had money... I would own all of their Mortal Kombat figures based solely off of this figure. Honestly, yeah. I want to get some Mortal Kombat ones so I can have him chopping the skull out of like Sub Zero. <laughs> like this figure rules. 
so hard. It comes with the towel that you can put over his head. I wish they would have put a wire in it. So that way, cause like, it's just kind of like the towel is like kind of fl- like it's stiff, not stiff, mm-hmm. stiff, but like, it doesn't sit like a towel would cause it's yeah. an action figure. If they had to put a wire, like they did the Jushin, uh, capes, it would have been perfect. But that being said, it's perfect. Anyway, this is the stoic head sculpt. I'm putting it up to the camera so Asa can see it. That's Minoru Suzuki. I think yeah. the only thing they could have done better is if they would have given me like a 1994 head instead of the streaming one. So that way I could have Minoru Suzuki now and Minoru Suzuki in Pancrase. Um, but like, that's a that's a big wish. Uh, this figure is fucking awesome. If it, like, I got this and the LJN both today, opened both of them up. The LJN was out of box, obviously, because I'm not going to get a $900 toy. Um, but like... I got both these at the same time, and one is super articulated and very one like like uh, detailed, and the other one's an LJN, and I'm like, I'm so happy. And I got <laughs> fucking Ken Shamrock, Asa. And there's an edge. This has been the best wrestling with articulation week I've had in quite some time. Uh, a couple things that I want to point out real quick, um, because we did get like Dalton mentioned a lot of like the the high quality renders and like actual pictures of the figures. Um, hook we got a new thunder rosa uh we also got our first look at the abaddon figure oh that well. one does look dope yeah that one looks awesome and then we did get the announcements of uh unmatched series nine uh is gonna be john moxley you wheeler yuda cesar uh, claudio castagnoli dear lord <laughs> brian danielson so blackpool combat club line and a whole wave uh, that rocks also alex silver or alex reynolds reynolds uh and jamie hater and captain insano Give me two not, heads. Not Give, Paul White. Yeah. Captain Insano. Give me two heads, one with the current one for the uh, acclaimed segment, and then just do it, you fucking cowards. <laughs> Give me a 1998 Paul White head. So, like, that is minus, ma- depending on what the Moxley looks like, that is probably going to be a full wave purchase for me. If, because I have to have Reynolds to go with the Dark Order, uh, and then that is a first, like... Uh, Captain Insano, that's just a fun thing to get to have. Yeah, uh, and then that is a f- that uh, the other four are first appearances. Is it not? D- Danielson has a figure. Danielson does have a figure, so maybe I, I may not get him. That'll depend. That's another one that it'll depend on what it looks what it like. looks like. Yeah, I, that was the one that I had to like kit bash to make it a little more accurate. That being said, mm-hmm. once I kit bashed it, one of my favorite figures from last year. It's just yeah. a shame I had to buy another figure to get it there. And then Unrivaled 14 was announced. We have Ricky Starks, who in the photo is holding the FTW championship. So I will probably end up getting a duplicate Starks just to get the FTW title, which is weird because I don't open my wrestling figures. So like, why do I need the title? Did I ever tell Um, you that I have the uh, Darby Allen Ricky Starks figure? Yeah. It's so cool. I was being a dick. You told me when you got it. I just wanted Um, to flex. We are also getting uh, Swerve Strickland, Keith Lee, Tony Storm, The Acclaimed, and Daddy Ass. So everybody loves The Acclaimed. That's another one that's like, yeah, that's probably going to be a full wave. Yeah. If they give if they give us if they give us Billy Gunn in the Scissor Me Daddy Ass shirt, like yeah, yeah just on principle alone. There are so many you can have Scissor on a shirt, but I'm I just don't think that you can have Scissor Me Daddy Ass on a t-shirt in an action figure maybe rings like if they did a ringside collectibles exclusive oh fuck I don't, i'm not even gonna talk about it because they're gonna do it and then i'm gonna have to spend 120 dollars for that three pack <laughs> mm, don't do it ringside please because you can get away with it you can do the blood and guts you can do this that and another 
but like you could also have scissor me daddy ass set oh my god what if the box came in like a and it was shaped like a giant pair of scissors oh my jesus <laughs> can we wrap this show up before i capitalism fucks me harder yeah that's gonna do it for us uh we will be back next week with more wrestling news updates and all of that fun stuff thank you to everybody for tuning in uh and paying attention to our dumbasses just rambling uh like we tend to do but you seem to be into it so that's our thing kudos more credit to you for for putting up with it uh if you do want to follow us on the uh twitter uh, uh the show is at nerdiest part i'm at the five star man with the number five uh dalton is at mr d anthony n-p-o-t-r let him know if you find one of those blue ken shamrocks uh dalton and i are going to tennessee on saturday because one of our friends uh van the man van horn is having his final match and we want to go and uh see that but we're also turning that into a giant uh walmart tour where we are going to be hitting just a ridiculous amount of WalMarts between here and there. So I'm, I'm so pumped. I'm I again. I've not been having the best week, but between that news yesterday and the like mail pickup day I've had today, it turned around. It doesn't take a lot to make me happy. This has made me really happy. We're gonna like it's the show is at <laughs> the show is at like seven thirty. It's an hour and a half drive, but we're gonna leave at like eleven in the morning just to like fuck around. We'll find stuff to do. Yeah. We'll get into we'll get into trouble. We'll have some shenanigans. <laughs> I was about to start the Dukes of Hazard thing. We're just some good old boys. Never meaning yeah. no harm. Nah. Hey, no, Waylon Jennings did nothing wrong. We, no, I mean, oh, okay. We, I certain we certainly mean harm sometimes. That's fair. Beats all you've ever saw. <laughs> We've been in trouble with the law since the day we were born. Anyway, thank y'all. Uh, the, the saying you made me feel, say, feel dirty for saying y'all, and I love that word. <laughs> Anyway, thank you to everybody. We appreciate you. We will see you next week. But until then, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and as always, watch more wrestling.